special news bulletin from Hexgrid Heroes. Uh, due to some due to some technical issues, we were not able to record a full episode. So I'm going to take just a few minutes to talk with Sean, of our resident Pathfinder. I'm not going to say genius, but Pathfinder guy. You you know all the ins and outs of stuff. Pathfinder 2E recently re- put out the playtest for the Gunslinger and the Inventor uh, class, player class. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Gunslinger. You are uh, you were keen on this. As soon as I saw the uh, announcement for it, I sent it to you uh, for reasons. So, uh, Sean, tell me about this Gunslinger class. So, um, people who played 1E will know that gunslingers were a thing and that uh, they're a bit contentious because they could be pretty overpowered. But um, they have balanced things out a lot um, in the 2E version. For one, they don't go against Touch AC uh, because Touch AC isn't a thing. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I did not know that. That's huge because I we, we, we Industrious, the Pathfinder 1E podcast we play in, uh, the gunslinger, and in every instance I ever hear a gunslinger on Pathfinder 1E, they are just uh, brutal. And I can't imagine GMing for one. So touch AC isn't a thing for at all in 2E? No. Um, they, oh. It was during the playtest, but they completely got rid of it. Um, so, Is there an alternate that they do? No. Like touch spells? And, uh, no? Well, there are um, spells that have a range of touch, but like you mm-hmm. don't roll touch attacks anymore. If it's got a range of touch, you just touch them. It's easy. Oh, you just okay. whiff. Pop, I smacked you. You know? Um, yeah. Because you don't need to get through armor or anything. You just, boop, I got you. Uh, and, like, they right just on. balance cool. that out that's... by if it it either needs an attack roll or it needs a save. That That's how it works. Um, Very cool. Awesome. And to be fair, in 1E, Gunslingers only went against uh, flat-footed, or not flat-footed, Touch AC, when you were within their Mm -hmm. first range increment. Unless they had advanced guns, and then it was, like, the first five. Guns and feats, and yeah, yeah, there are ways, yeah. So, so no more Touch AC, so kind of leveled that Mm -hmm. off. Uh, So... I, I haven't played too much 2E. Is there still BAB and all that stuff? Uh, there's not BAB so much. There's what's called MAP, which is a multiple attack penalty. So oh, okay. the way attacking... Is was... it similar in Starfinder? Uh, no. Sorry. Um, I just re- I just remember the rule, so yeah, yeah go Starfinder's ahead. Starfinder's more like it. BAB. Um, so in, mm-hmm. in Pathfinder 2E, you have... Uh, your training level with whatever weapon you have, which will be either untrained, trained, expert, master, or legendary. Mm -hmm. Most classes only start out with trained in any weapons that they can use. And then unarmed strike, because everybody gets that now. Good, yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, one of the things is there are two classes now, because of the gunslinger, that start out with expert in certain weapons. Oh. And that's the fighter. And the fighter is just expert in all weapons that they're that they know how to use. And Okay. Uh they are trained in all martial and simple weapons. Uh Damn. Uh, and then gunslingers who start out expert in simple firearms and crossbows, simple or expert in martial firearms and crossbows. And then they're trained in simple, martial, and unarmed. Um so okay. what training is 
or proficiency in 2e is essentially untrained is just plus your appropriate mod that's it so if you got a plus four strength plus four or dex mm-hmm. pl- plus whatever you know and that's it yeah uh any item bonuses bonuses from spells stuff like that um trained mm-hmm. is two plus your level added to whatever you would get if you were untrained essentially Gotcha. Expert so just another is, two. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, it's not just another two because it adds your level two as well. That's what I meant. So, no, I was going to say, yeah. So so all of that base then plus two plus uh, double your level. No, not double your level. Or two, two plus yeah, your level. Two rather. plus your level. bad, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah. Uh, expert is another two higher than that. Master is two higher than that. And legendary is two higher than mm-hmm. that. Uh, so essentially at pl- at level one, a gunslinger or a fighter uh, with a firearm would be getting um, plus five just from their proficiency because one plus four uh, because they're expert in that. Okay. That's uh, dope. Now, the thing that makes these two new classes like kind of stick out from other ones is they are the first ones to have the to have a rarity. Um, they are both uncommon, which means your GM has to say it's okay, basically. Um, oh wow that's huge or you have to have access from something like if you're playing in like society or something Mm -hmm. um you would have to be from like alkenstar to be a gunslinger or something um i see okay and stuff like that and i think society they have like you earn credits and you can buy uncommon things with that but um uh overall sure that makes sense they're, they're pretty lightly armored so they don't get like medium or heavy like fighters do um they they've got a decent uh skill base uh they're trained in crafting mm-hmm. uh sure. they're trained in one or more skills determined by their way which is their subclass and then mm-hmm. they're trained in three plus intelligence modifier skills beyond that and that's not including things from your background and uh anything yeah. like that so, so uh, I, I would like to talk a little bit about the subclass, but before that, do they have any special proficiencies or skill bonuses to crafting their ammunition? Because I remember in 1E, uh, very much so, your gunslinger, uh, depending on the, uh, the setting of your world, you didn't have uh, Trevor to call up on GTA to bring you a, a van full of ammunition. You had to buy cartridges that were expensive that that was prohibitively expensive in some instances that i knew or you had to be able to craft alchemical charges and stuff like that um it does state uh down by the guns that you have to um be able to make alchemical items to make ammunition uh which will likely be a uh let me let me see if um the class gives it to you or not Mm -hmm. And I should reiterate, this is a play test. This is not the finished product. So uh, a lot of work is going to go into, and we're probably not going to do it in Starfinder, but uh, because you're so uh, involved with 2E, like this, I, I wanted to, we were going to just tack this onto the episode <laughs> because I wanted to geek out a little bit because I knew you were excited for mm-hmm. it. So um, before subclasses again, because you brought it up, Tell me about the guns. What kind of guns are we looking at damage-wise, 
uh, style, skill, whatever, mm-hmm. compared to 1E? Are they all blunderbusses, or have they has time in... The, the setting has advanced a couple hundred years, I believe, someone told me. Um, it, uh, Galarian it, it, itself The, the Age advanced. of Lost Omens is a little weird. Um, I oh. think it has advanced some... But, like, at the same time, mm-hmm. a lot of the Iconics are still alive and not really any older. So, okay. there's a bit of weirdness And some of there. them are old as balls. So, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, wizard. The, the wizard started out old. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sioni? No, no. no that was the doesn't sorcerer. <laughs> yeah. I forget his name, honestly. Um, it's fine. The, 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 old, the old wizard that we see on all the Pathfinder uh, artwork. Yeah. So, so sometime, some nebulous amount of time, which is very Paizo. I, I'm sure somebody uh, has a clearer answer, but I haven't actually read the, um, the that's Lost Omens guide. You play a lot of, yeah, you play a lot of homebrew, so you, I don't really expect you to be uh, uh, encyclopedic on the lore. So sometime, whatever, has passed. Yeah. So the guns, they haven't, we, we don't have Glocks anymore um, or, or we don't have glocks just yet or uh, anything honestly don't know because they did just give us a small list of firearms i imagine they will have rules for more advanced weapons and stuff like that sure but currently yeah, what's I in expect... the play test is flintlock musket mm-hmm. flintlock pistol hand cannon mm-hmm. arquebus oh. blunderbuss and dueling pistol um dope and you would You'd probably look at them and think, huh, those don't deal a lot of damage, and their range is shit. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> yeah, that, that changes when you go over to their weapon traits. So, take the musket, for example. What would you expect a musket to deal in damage? Like, between uh, a d4 D8? and a d12. d8? Okay, it's a d6. Mid-range? Has a range of 40. Eh. Oh, um, that's more range than I would have thought. And... But it has fatal D10, which means on a critical, not only does that D6 change to a D10, but you also get an extra D10 tacked onto the back of it. Oh, damn. Okay. And and one of the great things I love about Pathfinder 2E is the, the crit range. It's not just nat 20. It's if you get 10 above the uh, DC or AC in the instance okay. of uh, this rather than skill. Oh, so you can, it, you can crit. Yeah, in clarification, AC is considered a DC. It's considered a dexterity DC. Well, well, well. Okay, then. All right. I thought I was being uh, careful covering my bases by clarifying that. It turns out... Well, they, they did a lot of once again. smart like <laughs> wording with how they, how they did things so that there's not a lot sure. of confusion about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Though they still usually clarify, okay. yeah, this affects your AC. Um, so, so this fatality thing, is that something all gunslingers can choose or is this, this is like a part of highly the gun. specialized? This is just a part of the gun. Oh, damn. Okay. So technically so what, speaking, so, anybody can get a gun. Um, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Uh, they are uncommon weapons, which once again means you need permission or mm-hmm. the right things. Yep. Um, yep. for example, if you are a gunslinger and guns are still considered uncommon in the setting, you have access to guns, so you can get guns. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's kind of how that works. And that'll be for, like, crafting. It'll allow you to create um, uh, or purchase the, what are they called? Formulas to craft them and stuff. Or just find... Oh, so, so find you need, like, them. schematics and shit okay, in Pathfinder so, to so make Okay, so sort of, yes. Um... There's a general I don't want to get. I don't want to bog. 
okay. used uh, mm-hmm. in crafting. Mm-hmm. And in order to craft an item, you need to have its formula. Usually, you have a crafting book that covers most everything that's a basic item. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is just considered to have all common level zero items. Um, so that okay. would include a flintlock musket. Or if if your GM removed the uncommon from this, like if guns were commonplace in your setting, that would include mm-hmm. the flintlock musket, the flintlock pistol, the hand cannon, and the blunderbuss, but not the arquebus or the dueling pistol because they're both level one. Ah, okay. Wow. Damn. Okay, so... Um... So, so taking one tiny step back, you said anyone can have a gun. So let's say, uh, you know me quite well. I love me a druid. Mm-hmm. Say my druid uh, needed to uh, wield a, a gun. What sort of penalties am I taking um, for not being proficient? If if you are proficient in simple weapons and you have your hands on a flintlock musket pistol or hand cannon, you're not taking penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're not taking penalties anyway. You just... Like, if you're not... Because I don't think uh, druids are trained in martial. So, like, the arquebus, blunderbuss, and dueling pistol are all martial weapons. So, if you got your hands mm-hmm. on them, uh, the then you wouldn't use them so well. Okay. But the simple but, ones, but no you would be able penalties. to. penalties. All right, fair enough. Cool. That's, that's, that's kind of cool to open that up. Uh, but, <laughs> I'm imagining an entire party of every, just all the different classes, but... Oh yeah, everyone's got a gun. Absolutely, on them. <laughs> and the way they've got it set up, so you could have like your champion. They're trained with martial weapons. They could have the uh, stronger oh, yeah. ones. Same with fighter. Same with uh, swashbuckler. Um, I mean, I expect a swashbuckler to have a gun. I've played enough uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Black <laughs> Flag. If I'm playing a swashbuckler, you bet your ass I have four different guns oh. strapped to okay, different so parts let, of my body. Okay, so let's walk away back from the uh, f- from the guns themselves then for a minute and let's go back to sure. the way. Sure, sure. So every Oh, yes, please. Every yeah. class in Pathfinder has subclasses. They all have slightly different names. Um, of course, wizards have their school. Um, rogues have mm-hmm. rackets. Um, oh, nice. Uh Cute. Druids have circles. Do druids have circles? Uh, or is that D and D? That's D and D. But I, I think they're. Okay. Hold on. Sure. Uh, they have orders. Druidic. Orders. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Swashbucklers have styles. Witches have patrons and patron themes. Of course. Um, oracles have mysteries. Sorcerers have, uh, sorcerers mm-hmm. have bloodlines. Oh yeah. Uh, bloodlines. Clerics That's what have it was. doctrines. Okay. Champions have causes. Okay. Bards sure. have muses. So, so, so are these? Okay, gotcha. So, uh, so for gunslingers, are called ways. Yes. So your okay. Your gunslinger way um, determines sort of like, so unlike in. 5e because a lot of people will think of this in 5e terms if they're not familiar with 2e sure. you get your subclass at level one always like it's it's not a oh, level dope. three thing um so the, there are three currently in the book oh. or in the play test there are yeah three ways given there's the way of the drifter the way of the pistolero and the way of the sniper 
And what you mentioned oh. about uh, Black Flag, uh, I'm going to go down to Pistolero. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, um, way of the Pistolero, whether you're a professional duelist or a pistol twirling entertainer, you have quick feet and quicker hands that never seem to let you down. You might leave a hand free, fight with twin pistols, or duel at any range like a musketeer with a pistol and blade. Uh, they give oh. you deception or intimidation as their way skill. Um, and you gain the following deeds um, at certain levels. So your initial deed that you get at um, first level is called 10 paces. It's a free action. Uh, that <laughs> The trigger yep. for that free action is you roll initiative. So uh, okay. when you roll initiative, you can choose to use 10 paces. You react to trouble with lightning speed, positioning yourself just right. You gain a plus two bonus to your initiative roll. You can interact to draw a crossbow, mm. firearm, or one-handed melee weapon. And your first action on your next turn, you can step up uh, to 10 feet as a free action, regardless of what your first oh. action is. Um, and that's really good because that is um, twice as far as a normal step. And steps do not provoke. Yes, yep. Uh, oh, no, they don't? St oh. Steps, unlike strides, do not provoke. And, like... That's not always going to be incredible in terms of, oh, it just doesn't provoke unless you're dealing with fighters or certain monsters. But mm -hmm. the ability to position yourself at the very start of combat um, is very good. And that plus two circumstance bonus on initiative is good for making sure that you go first. Gotcha. That's that's dope. I love it. Thematically, it's, it, it, sounds, it sounds badass and I, I want to play one. Um, and I, and I typically shy away from gunslingers in, uh, fantasy games because it's, it's always been like their guns are too powerful. They crit too easily, uh, and all that. But this sounds, uh, it sounds Yeah, fun. they fall okay. into the exact so, uh, same so, balance of criticals as everyone else. Uh, so you not have to worry about that. Good. Um, mm -hmm. and they're actually on the weaker end until you crit and then they okay, catch uh, up and, and do a lot more. So, um, I do want to talk about the other ways, but that I just r realized, uh, misfires were a thing that I know one E dealt with heavily yes. is w what's, what's, what's that like in two E nowhere near as bad. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they're okay. really bad if they do happen, but, um, there's only two ways that they happen. One, you didn't clean your gun yesterday or at the beginning of the day or whenever you're doing your daily prep, essentially. That's that's oh, their version wow. of daily prep is cleaning their guns. If you don't do that, okay. problematic. Um, so in a recent, in a okay, not so recent, but there was an episode of the Starfinder uh, game where Rhapsody couldn't progress to the uh, the 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 showdown, so to speak, because she didn't do her prayers. So this daily prep, um, and this we can have another conversation offline about. Uh, daily prep and all that. I don't want to like teach everyone about uh, it, Pathfinder two. I just want to super wanna... quick and easy. Essentially, everyone has daily preparations or they don't, and those take about an okay. hour. And they're ambiguous, okay. and they just do what they say they do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So so uh, so if you don't clean your gun is one. The other one I assume is a crit fail on the shot itself. No, um, that is not a thing oh. anymore. There are specific effects. So, like, there will likely be spells or specific effects uh -huh. uh, from feats and things that will cause misfires and firearms. That's mm -hmm. it. Those two things. Oh. 
So so is there no grit anymore? There is no grit uh, that I've seen. Um, okay. They they kind of took away from that, and it's fine. That's honestly, they didn't really mm -hmm. need it. Honestly, like the and the way it was, built yeah, it was, cool. yeah. I I liked uh, I I liked grit in 1E because like it was I part of we both like Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. Part of what I liked about Pathfinder is I'm, I'm I don't know all the rules, but I like how like you couldn't just run in guns blazing. There were consequences. There are um, uh, things to consider when doing. I can't think of the, the the mechanical term for things they have to keep track of, like um, like burn. Like you have to track mm -hmm. burn. Like that kind of uh, current, not quite currency, but Resource you know what I mean, management. like ability pool thing. Resource management. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that I loved because like you, like yes, they could crit on a fifteen. Uh, but you know they had to spend actions to quick clear they had to spend these points to continue to be effective so it's cool that they're going a different way with it that's fine okay so there, but, there uh, is still I, clearing I do... your gun if you didn't clean it or oh. if it misfires essentially you have to spend uh an action to clear the chamber if it does misfire now like if you didn't clean it it's a dc5 okay. flat check which just means you need to roll a d20 and get a five or higher or it goes and misfires. Okay. It doesn't explode anymore. Um, it <laughs> yeah. makes your attack automatically critically fail. And you have to use an interact mm -hmm. action to clear the jam before you can reload and fire it again. Which is just one of your three actions in a turn. Yeah. So it it's, it's a hit you take into your action economy, but it doesn't ruin your entire turn. Yeah, it doesn't so break your good. weapon like and that. it doesn't literally blow up your face, which is good. Very I nice. think yeah, some people I will guess, probably yeah. gripe about it being called a misfire because that's technically just a jam, mm -hmm. but I don't care. It works. They're they're keeping yeah, terminology. terminology. Exactly. So okay. So tell me about the other ways. Uh, tell well, me we're about not done with uh, Pistolero, friend. Pistol what? Not done. That, oh, that's the geez, initial. Okay. Lead. That's what you get at level one. At level nine, you get your advanced deed, and for the Pistolero, that's the Pistolero's retort, which is reaction. The trigger of the reaction is a foe either within your reach or your weapon's first range increment critically fails a r attack roll against you. And you punish oh. their failure, make a strike against them with a firearm, crossbow, one-handed melee weapon, or unarmed attack. If you make a range strike, the foe must be within that weapon's first range increment. Of course, I, it's, yeah. it's that simple, but they critically fail to hit you? You got to shoot them! Uh-huh. Free shot. Like a, like a weird... Like a... Uh, I mean, it's a cr critical fail. Like, you know, the attack, like, not only does your attack not go off, they're punished even further by a special AOO. Yep. Um, cool. And then their it. greater Dope. deed so at I level 15 is finish the job, which is a single action. <sighs> the requirement for it okay. is that your last action was a failed strike with a firearm or crossbow that is held in one hand. Um, mm -hmm. And though your last attack failed, you step up for another. Make a strike with your other hand using a second loaded firearm or crossbow, a one-handed <sighs> melee weapon, or an unarmed attack. Your multiple attack penalty doesn't apply to this strike, and you can't make this strike if you're holding something in your second hand other than one of the listed options. The fact that it ignores your multiple attack penalty is pretty big, especially if you are using a different weapon. Yeah, that's... Because that mm -hmm. could have been you know, your second attack somehow and uh, like maybe you're doing the, the you know, the thing where you got four guns and have quick draw. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
and so you boom boom and then uh you missed that last one so you make a third attack back at your full attack bonus <laughs> that is fucking dope this is a 15 That's you say the 15th one okay so and just to uh because i haven't played a lot does uh 2e still only go up to 20 uh, 2E does still only go up to 20. Theoretically, like, you can gotcha. kind of go past that, but it's going to go into homebrew territory. Sure. Exactly, yeah. But so so it's still – that's high end to be able to do something as dope as that. So uh, so this playtest gave you, you know, depending on what level of – they want you they want you to run the gamut between beginner versus advanced mm-hmm. uh, and elite, I guess, uh, of level of gameplay. So dope. Is that Pistolero that or Pistolero. they got more? So the n- technically the first one, the other Pistolero one's gonna be is the hard one in the pressed. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I was, I'm just gonna say like the other two are gonna be hard pressed to impress, hard pressed to uh, shock me at, or wow me as much as Pistolero. So uh, I'm gonna kick your ass your with evil uh, laughter Drifter then. Um, okay, so Drifter, you're a wanderer cool. from land to land with your gun and melee weapon as company. Whether you learn to fight with a cutlass and pistol and as a shackles pirate, master the hand cannon of the katana and minkai. Or practice with a clan dagger and dueling pistol and dong and hold. Movement and flexible use of your weapons helps you win battles. Their way skill is acrobatics, and their initial deed is into the fray, which is also another free action when you roll initiative ability. Uh, you No trouble can lurk around every corner, and your hands never stray far from your holsters. You can interact to draw a ranged weapon, and then interact to draw a one-handed melee weapon as your first oh. action... Uh, like that's the that's the part that's free. And then as your first action on the next turn, you can stride toward an enemy that you can perceive as a free action. If you can't perceive any enemies oh, or can't end your movement closer to one, you can't stride this way. So that is a I draw one weapon, I draw two weapons. That's two actions right there. And then I for free and then before, on my next turn yeah. I get to move for free if somebody's close enough. And just to be clear, stride is one move. Yes. Movement increment. Stride is one okay. movement. So it's whatever your speed but is. But if they're not, but if they're not within that, you can't progress that. Yes. So it's kind of it's not wasted, but it's a lost. Uh, you, you don't get the full effect of it, but you still get to be able to draw two weapons before combat actually starts. Now, would this supersede a surprise round? There are no surprise rounds. What? There are, there are no okay. surprise rounds. I mean, that's an, you can get jumped for sure. But the way mm-hmm. that, yeah. quote-unquote, a surprise round would work is they're rolling stealth. You're rolling perception. If their stealth mm-hmm. is higher than your perception, yes. they just get to go first. Of course. And, and and so, also to be clear, in Pathfinder 2E, initiative isn't just your dex, mod, and bonuses or whatever. Correct. It's whatever skill happens to be uh, pertinent to that encounter's start. Yeah. 90% of the time, cool. it's perception. But it could be sure. intimidated if you're trying to get somebody to back down. Diplomacy if you're trying to exactly. convince somebody to stop a yeah. fight. Stealth if you're sneaking mm-hmm. up on someone. Uh, deception if yeah. you're going to sucker punch them. You know, uh, there. <laughs> yeah. And theoretically, you can use any skill, but those are like the ones that are a little more common outside of perception. Athletics. Sure. Sometimes, like if you're, um, like wrestling, and there's like a you know go sort of thing, but. Absolutely. Okay, so so round one, you have your weapons drawn, your both of your weapons drawn, and you're striding. What kind of uh, damage output are we looking at? Sort of combine. It sounds like it's a it's a combination 
Like you're you're so, it's it's so yeah so um that's gonna depend on your weapons and uh mm-hmm. but uh, generally speaking and I'd like to point out uh, because it mentions it a lot that you can pull a crossbow or a firearm you can 100 percent play a, f- a f- gunslinger with no guns in the game um because they always state crossbow as well as firearm um okay. And so they're advanced deed, and this is the one that's going to kick Pistolero in the teeth. Rebounding Assault. It's a two-action attack. The requirements are you're wielding Mm. both a loaded firearm or crossbow and a one-handed melee weapon. You hurl your melee weapon at an opponent and then fire a projectile into (laughs) the weapon, causing it to deal additional damage and bounce back to your grasp. Make a thrown range strike with the melee weapon, then a range strike with your firearm, uh, here it does say firearm, but you can use crossbow there. Both sure. strikes yeah. use the same multiple attack penalty, which, if this is your first attack, is both full. If the melee weapon doesn't yeah. have throne trait, it gains throne 10 during uh, this ability. Um, if both attacks sure. are successful... So, so, sorry, go ahead. No, th- this reminds me of an endgame when Captain America is using Thor's hammer his hammer thor's hammer to use lightning to bounce it off of his shield to propel it further and like what the fuck is there can you not break your melee weapon while doing this kind of stuff um (laughs) okay if both attacks are successful the bullet hits the thrown melee weapon instead of your target and adds its force to a single attack combine the damage from both strikes using the thrown weapons damage type so like even if mm-hmm. your um, gun is bludgeoning, if you throw a dagger, it's either going to be piercing or slashing. Um, you know, um, sure. but and then you add an extra d6 of precision damage, <laughs> and then the rebound causes the melee weapon to return to your hand. Now here's where it kind of like falls back on itself. In any circumstances other than both attacks hitting, carry out the individual strikes normally. And then the thrown weapon doesn't rebound and remains in the target space sure. as normal for thrown weapons. So you okay, could so chuck down this, your this weapon, isn't, you know. Yeah, this isn't a, a, a dig at Pathfinder, but this feels very anime. Like this kind, this level, like, I mean, we're it's all fantasy. It's all escapism, mm-hmm. sure. But like, I'm going to use my gun to hit you with an axe is like a move you see in uh, Dead or Alive or uh, Final Fantasy. I mean, that's fair. And they have taken steps toward, like, Final Fantasy, Wild Arms, and stuff like that in both this Mm -hmm. and the Secrets of Magic playtest, which I'll I'll talk about uh, a little bit later. Um, Because there's absolutely something that this gave me an idea for between those two things. Oh, you know what? Okay, so I guess I didn't have an original thought. You did kind of tease this idea for me earlier this afternoon. Okay, uh, but but the way you described it yeah, sounds it's very anime. anime, and I love it. It's great. No, no, this this and it, and it does a terrific job of uh, uh, distinguishing itself even further because you're not going to see uh, Pistolier do this kind of shit. This is this is this is wild. So uh, go ahead. Uh, and then there's Drifter's Wake, which is a three-action thing. Um, and, like, this is kind of where the the um, Wanderer, or Drifter, rather, um, kind of is different than the other two ways, is that they're very action-heavy. So, Rebounding Assault costs two actions. Drifter's Wake costs three. 
but Drifter's Wake also. Mm. <laughs> you drift across the battlefield, striking down foes as you go. You stride. This movement doesn't trigger reactions. You can strike up to three times at any point during your movement. And what? each attack each attack must target a different enemy and must be made with a firearm, okay. crossbow, one-handed melee weapon, or unarmed attack. Each attack counts towards your multiple okay. attack penalty as normal. Uh, they didn't really sure. need so, to put so, that in. So full attack. So so your first attack, no penalty. Second attack. S- second attack, minus mm-hmm. five. Unless you've got an third, agile weapon 10. or something that reduces it a little. Sure. Of course, yeah. But but so you're you are like this is almost I don't know if this is considered crowd control, but you're just you're definitely pulling aggro on these people that you're just zipping across the uh, the the skirmish yeah. on. So that is that is amazing. And uh, ammunition used up as normal. Nothing weird about nope, that. Nothing weird about that. Um, what if you have a weapon that like reload like uh, like some cross? I don't some some guns. Don't have three shots right. in a chamber. Um, you'll you know? have to either have additional guns. Um, uh-huh. Oh, or, man. That's well, so cool. and not even that because um, quick draw is an action. So you'll either need guns that have multiple shots or. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Or okay, you'll need to uh, like do one shot and then stab, stab with your sword or something like that. But if you had multi shot guns or multiple guns, that would work. So I was wrong about them not needing okay. to write in each account to, uh, counts towards your multiple attack penalty because that is immediately followed up by your MAP doesn't go up until after you make all three of those attacks. Is fucking insane. Um, what is what does that what does that mean though? Like, why would what MAP? How does it increase further? Yeah, how does it increase further than okay? So so what this is saying is 10. each attack counts towards your multiple attack penalty. But it doesn't sure. ramp all the way up. It doesn't actually hit until after your attacks are done. So even though that costs ten or costs three actions, if you're quickened and have an extra action, uh, and you could use that to strike, for example, you will still be taking uh-huh. full negatives there. Or if you use that to strike first, you'd be making all three of those attacks at the second attack bonus. I see. Okay. Wow, that is very cool. Yeah, and like that's essentially four actions for the price of re- which is not uncommon really to have a set of actions that is one more action than that set of actions costs um mm-hmm. drifter's wake is a three action that gives you four actions basically so um on top of the the actions you get at the top like the, you said you said it best uh, a minute or two ago about that this is a very action oriented thing yeah so you get uh, oriented uh, way, uh, at the beginning rather. of your turn you get one reaction and three actions if you're quickened, you get an extra action, and then there are some feats that give you extra reactions. Uh, but they're usually for very specific reactions. Like, you don't just get an gotcha. extra reaction. You get an extra shield block or uh, an extra use of this ability, specifically. So, lo- lots of actions. They're an action-heavy one. Uh, and then mm-hmm. there is the way of the sniper. Their way skill is stealth. And... Their initial deed is one shot, one kill. Uh, it is a free, uh, free action trigger. You roll stealth for initiative instead of just roll for initiative. But nice. your first shot is the deadliest. You interact to draw a firearm or crossbow. On your first turn in this encounter, the first strike you make with that weapon 
hits and deals and it or that hits deals an additional 1d6 precision damage at ninth level that increases to wow. 2d6 and 3d6 at 15th level so uh, I, I am curious because I, I'm familiar enough with Pathfinder precision damage. Has there been any changes to uh, what precision damage entails and like any flavor changes at um, all? Or is it just precision damage is just another type, different type damage? It is. Okay, so precision damage is just a type of damage that uh, is mm-hmm. specified for the sake of some resistances and immunities. So like oozes are usually immune to precision damage. Um Sure, but that otherwise precision damage deals the technically the same type of damage as the rest of your weapon. So, okay. like if it's a bludgeoning, it's, uh, that D six is still bludgeoning, unless something has something special specifically for precision. Sure. So, and is so would this be their ability at the uh, one, nine, and fifteen levels? Uh, no, that is just like, their level one one. It just scales as you level. Um, wow. Their ninth okay, level one okay. is Vital Shot, which costs two actions. Uh, mm-hmm. And you take a careful shot against an unsuspecting opponent that makes a that pierces a vital organ. You make a rain strike, and if the target is flat-footed, the strike deals an extra die of weapon damage. And that is that is specifically one of the only things I've seen that increases your weapon die damage so normally i was just about to ask Mm -hmm. normally um something adds dice but it doesn't add weapon damage dice because there are specific effects that go off of weapon damage dice um Mm -hmm. and this is one of the only things i've seen that increases uh an extra die of weapon damage uh, okay, so I was gonna, I was gonna ask, like, because I know uh, if I remember right, the Glass Cannon podcast, they have a infamous gunslinger in there, uh, and when he was enlarged, his weapon, your weapon grows too, so his weapon did bigger mm-hmm. damage. Am, am I, am I correct? Uh, yes. So, okay. So one so, thing that I'm just thinking, this may not count as a weapon damage die, uh, but they'll probably clarify mm-hmm. it in the final version just to make sure. Uh, because I think okay. worded this way, it's just like, if you deal a D12, you do another D12, but it's not an actual weapon damage die because of the way it's worded, but it's still really good. Um, mm-hmm. because that is just yet another die that you get to add to your damage. <laughs> um, yeah. and they take persistent bleed damage equal to the amount of bonus damage listed in one shot one kill so at ninth level that would be 2d6 so until they roll their flat check to get rid of bleed they're taking 2d6 damage Mm -hmm. every round bleeding wow and bleed uh one of one of the things uh I'm, I'm noticing in Starfinder, we haven't dealt with it too much, but bleed effects, and just TTRPGs in general. Um, hold on. Okay. Uh, so TTRPGs in general, general, well, the D21s. The <laughs> uh, bleed, Pathfinder 1E, 2E, and Starfinder specifically, because those are the ones I know the best. But bleed is no joke. So to have such a good bleed effect, kind of, I was kind of expecting there to be some sort of bleed effect. Um, 
uh, tools to use in, in one of these ways. Yeah. So cool. So um, and it's not just bleed anymore. So they redid the whole burning, bleeding sort of thing into a general term called persistent damage that all follows the same rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, bleed specifically has um, uh, has it to where. I think you can actually no. Uh, all persistent damages, as long as you've got something that makes sense, uh, you can try and help somebody to get a better roll next time they try to end it. Um, so, oh, okay. uh, basically, what it does is it lowers the flat check DC. Um, but yeah, everything's persistent damage, and while you cannot stack the same kind of persistent damage, so like if you got a bleed one d ten and a bleed two d six. Um, you'll only get the higher of the two effects. But if you have somebody that's on fire, burning from acid, taking persistent cold damage, and bleeding, all of those stack together. Damn. And they have to roll a different die for each one. Fuck. Okay, alright, yeah, you, you've... I mean, you've way beyond sufficiently made me... I mean, I still... Pistol arrow... Pistol arrows are it's cool. special. This is, yeah, but this is just straight up fuck murder, murder gunnies. Yeah. So that is amazing. And their last one, ghost shot, is perhaps the one of the best things uh, as a sniper. Okay, so this one has the flourish trait, which means you can only use it once around. Period. But normally, uh, if you're hidden or stealth or undetected or whatever basically mm-hmm. and you make an attack you become observed plain and simple they know where you are sure yeah um a, a, the gm might determine or like if you can take a hide check like if you can hide before the end of your turn you know the gm might say well they know what direction it came from or something like that but <coughs> ghost shot once per round essentially Make a firearm or crossbow strike. If you're hidden, undetected, or unobserved by the target, the strike deals additional precision damage equal to one shot, one kill. And after the strike, you do not automatically become observed. This is Whoa. being a sniper. This is that picture that they yeah. circulate around the internet sometimes where it's just like, spot uh-huh. the thing in this image and like, if you're not good at it, you'll never see the person sitting there with a fucking four or five foot fucking gun. <laughs> Unreal. So and those are just the is that is that that cover? Uh, so that was Drifter. We had Pistero. no. That was wasn't the third one called. That was Sniper. Oh, so Drifter sniper, was the one that like shot little... gun shot axes into people's faces. Yeah, yeah. It just seemed like Sniper went a whole lot faster. Uh, it's. It is shorter. It's it's literally a shorter one. Like, um, no, okay. I guess Pistolero is technically the shortest one, probably. Okay. Oh, well, well, so so I guess I guess that I'll approach this portion this way. Uh, so the Drifter was very action heavy. The Sniper is just exactly what it sounds mm-hmm. like. And the okay. Pistolero so, is uh, so like... it's fine. Okay. Wow. I mean, all very good. And they're I mean, they're guns in a fantasy game. They're gonna be powerful they're going to be badass uh and it's just more it's it's just them like 
tweaking and perfecting what they did in one E for this new. It's not even a new system at this point. It's been around almost as long as Starfinder, so it's it's just more fun to play with. Uh, so what else uh, is in the gunslinger section of this? Is there any uh, other things to touch on before we close things uh, out? So they get like their their basic stuff leveling up. Uh, they're one of the few sure. classes that gets legendary with their weapons. And they get it at 13th level, which is really good. Um, because they started expert already, they kind of have a leg up yeah, on that, right? Uh, they basically have a similar gotcha. progression to, as fighters do. Um, That's what I was going to say, too. Yep. Uh, they become a master in perception at 7th level, which I think also fighters do. Uh, at 19th mm-hmm. level, their perception goes to legendary. Um um at at 17th level they get shootist's edge which means they ignore the first two sections of or they they don't take penalties for shooting within the first three range increments of their weapon uh as opposed to just the first one okay so I, i will ask so do snipers get anything like that where like uh uh range increments are tweaked in any way because they chose dual uh sniper um not expressly but there was something i saw that let them extend the range by like a little bit oh wait no that was Mm -hmm. in um oh they have cold shots cool oh okay uh, one of the okay okay because i was gonna ask because uh uh Early in our uh, playing uh, relationship, friendship, whatever, you, you taught me the fun things about called shots. And I was curious uh, if that was going to take any, if there was going to be any. Uh, so is this a new feat brought on by this class? Or is that or is this just a called feat uh, it, it shot? Is, it is or a called shot class. feat. I imagine there will probably mm-hmm. be other ways to get it through archetypes and things of that nature. But it is a gunslinger feat. Sure. Costs two actions. Has a flourish trait. You can, and just like with the other one, you can only do one flourish ability per turn. Period. Um, so sure. basically, uh, long story short, this is shoot and pick one uh, arms or other uh, other limbs used for attacks such as tentacles. The target is enfeebled two on a critical hit. It's also enfeebled one for one minute. Head target is stupefied two on a crit. It's stupefied one for one minute. Uh, leg or tails on legless creatures. Uh, the target takes a ten minus ten foot status penalty to speeds on a critical hit. They'll probably want to clean that up because uh, <laughs> it's well. I guess a flying creature that uses its tail to steer would still. Okay, so it sounds like we're kind of like nearing the end of what the gunslinger has. Well, I, I would a like to ask you now. There's a bunch of feats. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's... I, I do want to get, you know, the, the big stuff out of the way now. Uh, and, you know, if we want to do another one of these mm-hmm. at some other time. This was just a fun thing we are going to do for the episode, but... Episode, I already said that part. Sorry. Uh, so, I, I do want to round out this conversation with looking at what you have now. You've only had a, less than 36 hours to look at it, but you're very thorough and uh, detail-oriented right now looking at it are what can what can you tell me about things that you foresee being uh trouble areas opportunities to improve or uh areas that are going to need tightening up maybe um just you as a designer uh, other than some wording because there are some places where they specify like 
you could generally do this like with a crossbow and a firearm but then like inside the feet they only use mm -hmm. the term firearm just adding a section that clarifies sure. anytime you use firearm you can use crossbow would help with that gotcha and that's more of a formatting thing than like actual yeah content, but when right? you have people that are crunching down to the raw version like in society that's important oh um the unfun people i mean what um <laughs> other than I that can. um they're actually less broken than a fighter i'd say uh, i'll agree with no nat ones uh over on youtube with that is they are limited by the fact that they mm -hmm. have to reload their weapons um so them getting you know expert master and legendary in their weapons isn't as crazy um and the fact that the guns aren't actually that strong when you just hit with them mm -hmm. makes that mm -hmm. progression make more sense because you want to be able to critical more often to deal good sure. damage. Um, and, like, they did add scatter. Um, it's not quite as busted as it was in 1E. Um, basically, it's still, it's still a cone of whatever the length of the weapon is uh, or range of the weapon is. But you pick okay. one creature, and they take the full damage, and everyone else takes splash damage, which is only uh, one per damage die um, of the oh, that's weapon nice. damage die. Because it used to, like, if I recall, yeah, splash damage used to just be a point, right? Uh, it, in one year, yeah, it wasn't like splash damage was one point flat. Otherwise. Gotcha. Okay, fair, fair. Oh, uh, and so... Uh, I guess uh, since you brought him up, no Nat ones, uh, YouTuber, uh, you guys have uh, I, I've been seeing you on social media. I, I like to check mm -hmm. on my friends. Uh, he I I wasn't very familiar with him uh, prior to the last like month or so. Um, uh, same, like I think I'd but, seen one or two of his videos pop up, but then I ended mm -hmm. up um, yeah. starting to work with some people on a on the secret project that you can't talk about, Don, um, and. <laughs> Do I have to delete no. this? Um, uh, and, okay. <laughs> and they kind of pointed me back his direction some more. And, and I, gotcha. I like cool. his content. So, yeah, I'll... Cool. Yeah, I, I, I've watched a couple now since I, you've you've been uh, uh, boost signal boosting some of his posts. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, curious to hear his thoughts as well at some time. This isn't going to turn into, like... Uh, this is just going to be a fun thing. And uh, I think I'm going to round out this conversation by saying uh, next week... Or, you know, sometime in the, the, the next time we mm -hmm. do this, I would like to, uh, I know Gunslingers was your big focus uh, for this book and you were very excited, but I would oh, like I'm you super <laughs> homework. I'm uh, interested in Inventor, but it's going to be a little more complicated, cool. I think. That's fine. I'll give you a couple weeks. We can do it. We can release it next month. Uh, I'll give you plenty of time to dive into the Inventor and uh, we can report back and just talk about it just for funsies. Okay. I mean, not for fun. I mean, it's yeah. content. Let's not get it twisted. I but <laughs> also, I, I do. I am uh, very interested because when I think of inventor, I think of uh, artificer. I think of they, it is uh, so alchemisty. It is so much better than artificer. Cool. All right, then I will leave it on that tease. Uh, hopefully, next week will be an actual episode of our Starfinder pod. Uh, we seem to be getting uh, updates on the technical issues. Uh, so until then, uh, thanks, good luck, and be safe. X-Red Hero! <laughs> Dope.
cool. I was hoping you had something like that. 